It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, December 6, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. A miserable day in Calgary. Yeah. Very cold, very snowy, although a hell of a Chinook is supposed to be coming through tonight. It's like minus 23 right now, and tomorrow's supposed to be plus one, and it's going to warm up. It's going to do all the warming up overnight. If you're somebody who deals with, like, pressure changes or, like, headaches or something, I can't imagine this is going to be good for you. You've been getting a bit of that lately, eh? Well, I, about once every, what, eight months or so, I'll get um, some sort of migraine or, like, a start of a migraine. There was the, the only time I've ever had it where it actually became a migraine, though, was when the one day on the air where I actually left early. Yeah. So your vision starts to go first, right? Yes. So after that, though, because I'm, I'm new to migraines, so I was reading up, like, how do you prevent that so that it didn't ever happen again? And people were just like, the minute you start to see the kind of squiggles in your line or in your vision... Immediately take some Advil and water, and like it should, you should be able to keep it at bay. Mm-hmm. So uh, two times since then, uh, one like last week, and then one a few months ago, and both those times I did that, and then it they went away, and it didn't become a migraine. It was just like a very minor headache. So thankfully, yeah, that's nasty, hey. Yes, because people who deal with that, oh, I can't imagine regularly. Like yeah. I used to get them when I was little, um, and. I've had one as an adult, one since I've lived in Calgary, and it was just awful. I don't know if it was triggered by the pressure or whatever, but like it, yeah, it felt like my my brain was like exploding from the inside out. It was horrible. It, like the pressure, the pain was almost unbearable. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, do I need to go to the hospital? Am I like, am I dying here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like super nauseous, but not like I, yeah, like I couldn't even, just everything, no. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah that's nasty. No. Um, well, no, there's going to be a massive pressure change tonight, so stay on top of that if you are someone who deals with those symptoms. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about the most mispronounced food names. Shauna knows not one, but two per- people with a very unusual name. A tendency Canadians have when they speak. We'll see if you've ever picked up on this before. Uh, The etymology of a town around here. Google has a new tool out that will help you identify songs. It's pretty amazing how it works. So we took it for a test drive on the air today. So creepy. Yeah. We're going to talk a bit about social media addiction. uh, Some more small town news for you. A Terry story. This Terry died and came back. And what a Terry. Um... (laughs) Sean is building <laughs> sent out a notification about the elevator and I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to do I, this I don't think I'm, I'm still waiting and some Vancouver softness after your out of context clip of the show VNS in 20 minutes or less I have some great Vancouver softness for you Shana. Oh perfect Especially up. on a day like today I Please know When it's today. actually winter out there yeah. Like serious winter Yes um, So this was This was when they had their You know winter Quote unquote storm This Was it the week before last Yeah uh, And it was on one of those videos Of the cars sliding around Hopelessly And crashing into each other And stuff And there was a guy in the comments Claiming that the ice is slipperier in Vancouver. I'll say that again. Their ice is slipperier in Vancouver. He said, he "Can't be serious." He said, "He said the snow that? packs down into some crazy slippery ice." I was okay, like, first of all, that's how snow works <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, water it packs freezes down and then, and then it becomes ice. Yeah, <laughs> and you're telling water can exist in three states. And ice is one of them. Who's this man? <laughs> I don't. 
need to talk to him. Like, what do you even say about that? They say they claim their cold is colder My than everywhere God. else is cold. Their ice is icier. Did, what does that mean? Did anybody respond to that comment? No, or? I didn't see. I just Holy thought, hell, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Your ice is slipperier. Not van- slipperier. Well, I can't even say that word. Slipperier? He did slipperier. mention the steep roads there, which is true. They got some steep yeah, roads okay, there, but yes, they're not valid. the only place, right? Mm-mm. Nope, we and, do too. And, and the and ice is combined not combined with that. Extra slick ice that they have there, that Vancouver slick ice. Wow. You know how tire companies will say that they test their tires in the toughest conditions to see how they perform? Yeah. Did you know that they're actually talking about Vancouver? I didn't. They test them them all in Vancouver. On the slippery ice. The slipperiest ice on earth. The slipperier ice. Most beautiful place on earth. The wind, the winter's colder there because of the dampness. Yep. The ice is slipperier. It's just, man, how do people live there? That cupboard butter. <laughs> Holy crap. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So my condo building's elevator needs replacing. And uh, it was supposed to be replaced this month, but there's a shortage on parts or something, so it's been delayed. Uh, but the elevator isn't all that reliable right now, so people are often getting stuck in it. And then our building just sent out this email that says... In an effort to save money, we're not going to respond to elevator emergencies outside of work hours. And I, what? I read, I read that and I'm like, um, so, so... So if you get stuck in the elevator outside the hours of 8 to 5... You're just supposed to wait? Like, like if, according to this, if I get stuck in the elevator at 9 p.m., I'm supposed to just wait in the elevator until 8 a.m. when the office what? reopens? Like, that makes... I'm, I don't think they can do that. I don't think they like can. Someone could, someone could die in yes. there. It's like I'm waiting for an email clarification of some sort. Because I'm like, there is no way in hell you actually <laughs> mean you're just going to leave people. We will not be responding to elevator emergencies like, outside get, of work hours. We've had a lot of special assessments and stuff. So I respect the trying to save money. But this is not the way to do it. No. Just, I'm just going to leave. No, no. If one of your neighbors is stuck in the elevator, leave them. Leave them. <laughs> oh, crap. It's 930. I have to wait in here for another seven and a half hours. Also, longer than that. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Longer than that. Like you said, if you, man, if, if, the, if the elevator was that unreliable and they've told you they're not coming to rescue you, mm-hmm. I think I'd be a stairs guy. Yep. I don't even think I'd ro- roll the dice with the elevator. Well, that's all I was wondering because I normally take the stairs anyway. I'm only one floor up, so it's not a big deal, but... Yeah, and you don't have any mobility issues or no. anything either. I'm wondering if that's what they're trying to do. Like, just don't bother taking the elevator anymore, okay, everyone? We don't want to deal with it. Just start trying to just discourage start stairsing people. it. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to trap you right in there, okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. friend was telling me this story uh, about, well, I would say, a Terry of the Month nominee, potential Terry Hall of Famer here. Oh, yeah. Um, so this friend, he knows this guy who is a volunteer firefighter. And the... The firefighter got called out to an overdose one night in a, a small town where he's a volunteer. And uh, they get there, and this guy has, like, he's gray. He has no heartbeat. Like, he's he's gone, basically. So they, they hit him with an naloxone, and it brings him back. And wow. he shoots up, and this was outside. He runs up into his apartment, and then he comes back down with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> And he gets in the back of the ambulance and he says to, he says to them, I'm going to be a problem for you guys tonight. Oh, my God. He was like dead. Holy hell. And they, they bring him back. And the first thing he does is runs to get a cigarette. Wow. Because he probably knew he was going to the hospital. Yeah. Wasn't going to 
be able to smoke while he was there. And, Dear God. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to be a problem for you guys all night. <laughs> like that level of awareness that like has this happened before well, it sounds like it has it like, sounds honestly, like he's a vet that's what I'm like oh yeah not again oh, I'm back from the dead guys here but, I am once more while he was gone was he thinking of cigarettes my god that's I was like come I, to the light the light was a lit dart <laughs> oh oh man I mean I'm glad up, he's okay but dear god uh, I'm gonna Terry. be a problem for you guys tonight <laughs> Good to meet you. I'm Terry. Oh, my God. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Terry yeah. of the Month nominee. That's, that guy that's right there. That's one there. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Got a couple small town news stories for you, Beckler. Yes. Uh, first, yes, indeed. I stumbled across a big update on the Prairie Oat Growers annual meeting. Yeah. Which is huge news. Well, okay? I imagine that would be. That's big. It'd be a big one. Um, also, this is really funny. A friend from Dildo, Newfoundland, which, I mean, that's funny in and of itself, but it has a population of about 1,200 people, Dildo, and her dad, Bert, just won a laundry basket full of booze from a raffle at the Legion. So she sends me this picture of her dad, and I was like, that is huge news. That is going to make the front page of the paper for sure. Uh, you would think so, yeah. Oh, That'd yeah. be the talk of the town. That is the talk. Just <laughs> doesn't get much more small town. Good evening. Our top story tonight. Bert has won the, the liquor laundry raffle at the Legion. In unrelated news, Bert is having a few people over for drinks on Saturday. The Prairie Oat Growers annual meeting is set for Thursday, December 12th. Millers and growers from across Canada are expected to attend. And Coach Brown just retired after 20 years as geography teacher, football coach, volunteer firefighter, and driver's ed instructor. Anyone with information on the retirement cabaret is asked to call Terry, who's drunk and craving Merle's famous pierogies. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading this piece on social media addiction, which I, I think at this point most of us probably consider to be a fairly real thing. Totally. You know, and maybe perhaps people listening right now even suffer from a bit of it themselves, but... I mean, these these platforms are designed to keep us engaged for as long as possible, to keep us scrolling, keep us clicking, keep our attention. And the creators of some of those platforms have admitted it themselves. I mean, the psychology is, uh, that's what they do, of yeah, course. Little rewards, yeah. little... But the author of this piece suggested that not only do people need to stop participating in social media as consumers, but that we need to stop making content too. And that And that kind of got me thinking, like... Interesting. You and I create content to put on social media, both for X and on our private pages and stuff. Mm -hmm. Are we contributing to the addiction? Oh, totally. It's true. Like, when you think about it, you want to get off to, to stop watching, but also if you create content, you're just feeding them the beast. Yeah. Huh. Like, our goal when you put something out there is to get as many people to see it as possible, mm -hmm. to gain followers, to get views, to get likes. Yeah. Is that not like directly contributing to the problem of social media addiction? Totally. I have to be honest, like that is, I hate that part of our job. Yeah. Like, the fact that we ex we are expected to do that and I, not again, and it's such a minor thing and of course I'll do it, but I, I don't like that part of our job. I really don't. Um, and I don't know why. It just seems like I've actually been staying away from social media lately. I've, I've been posting like pictures for my own sake, kind of, because I use social media as my own photo album a lot of the time. But I have not, I've spent hardly any time at all scrolling or like looking right. through other stuff lately. I've just. But you still make videos and you post oh, them and stuff, right? And Yeah, because I feel like I have to. But I've been, when I'm not, you know how a lot of people will actually just 
people scroll all the time and like mm-hmm. get sucked in and oh it happens still happens to me where I'm like I've been on here for a long time yeah am I really I've, getting anything out of it for some reason I've been like yeah I post my stuff and then I get off I don't know why I've just gone through a phase it was like I needed to like you don't respond to comments you don't like, I, I needed to take a break so I've been kind of just for the last little bit here like the last few weeks because I just I don't know I was it was bothering me there was something about it I was like I think I'm just going to take a step away from like going down the rabbit hole of scrolling on these things right now so yeah, but as a content creator, I mean that doesn't really sit that well with me, you know. So your video, yeah. let's say your video gets a million views, it's a million people that you like kept on the platform longer, that you fed just a little bit more of that. You yeah, know? I never thought of it that it's way. It's a little bit. I mean, yeah. it, and like you said, it is a part of our job that we have to do, but it definitely isn't my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Me too. Just, well, exactly. Yeah, because no one's addicted to this. I don't know if there's ever been a radio addiction in the history of someone. I know. Like, I was like, oh, is there? Get, no, is there I don't FM think so. I can tune to. <laughs> yeah. Got to get them radio waves. It hasn't been. It's not like that, right? This is a very. You come and go as you please, and yep. you listen when you're listening, and then you don't get addicted and then you, to it. I can't. I just can't turn it off. Yeah. You, I can't turn the dial. Yeah, I don't it's think, true. Like, your love of this station and this show is affecting your life negatively. No. Which is, with social media, that is absolutely true for many people. Totally. So, yeah. I don't know. I just hadn't ever, like, you know, we've spoken out against social media, but we are very much a part of the problem as content creators. Yeah. I, I don't and know it's if, a super vicious cycle. It's like, yeah, it feeds its own machine, which is how it's so effective. It's yeah. Like, and I mean, you could just stop creating content, but then that's... You know, that will probably negatively affect our careers. So Yeah, I know. It's it's a real tough one. I don't yeah. want to be part of the problem. I don't either. But sometimes I just have a funny idea for a video that I want to share with you too. So <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know how to square these two things. D and S in twenty minutes or less. So close to me right now. I've you know, I've had a, a lot of challenges. I've quit almost everything recently. I started writing about this on LinkedIn, which I know is super ironic because that's just more social media and creating content myself. But I read this book called Stolen Focus, and it talks a lot about social media and technology and the way that society, to the point that you said, you know, very much designed to steal our attention and to keep us scrolling. Um, in fact, that whole internet scroll where you can just scroll forever and not have to load the second page. Yeah. The inventor that said that it's stolen something like several billion years worth of human life. Oh, I believe it. Totally. It's interesting you mentioned LinkedIn, though, because in this piece that I was reading, the author, he set LinkedIn aside and he said people are on there for a different purpose than to capture your attention. They're there for for networking and career advancement, right? Yeah. Matt, and that, that is the one reason why that's the only one that I've, I've stayed on. But still, it's all it's all part of the problem. Yeah. The author of this book, though, actually had a really good solution. And it was about regulating social media companies so that they can't take your data and sell it for marketing purposes. Okay. Because yeah. What you have to do is you have to shift the way these companies generate profit that provides them to collect your attention, right? Right. And Facebook goal wasn't to keep you scrolling and to keep you moving from one post to the other, but to actually bring you close to your friends and to get you to spend more time with those around you, they very easily do that. Yeah, and the, the whole platform would look so different if that was the goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about how these major social media companies are incentivized, and that, that if that changes... The, the so, problem is, like, it's like everything else in society. It all comes down to money, right? So, so how would they make their yeah, money then? Would it be subscription services? Sure. 
and then it would kill it. It would kill yep, social media sure. to do that. But so what, maybe we haven't. We don't know. But no, that's that's interesting because that would be the only solution. But again, it's never going to happen because money is king. Like it would, yeah, it would take government intervention in order for something yeah. like that to happen. Who's the author of this book? I think I'm going to look into this. Yeah, um, Johan Harry. Okay. Uh, stolen Focus, so it's stolen absolutely focus. fantastic. I, I couldn't put it down. Sounds like an interesting read. I'm gonna have to pick up that book and uh, find a nice, quiet spot and read it. You know where is you know where you'll find a real nice, quiet spot. One of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. No noise next door from your neighbors. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. So it's it's all great for reading. Yeah, fantastic for, for it. <laughs> Visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Did you see, Beckler, that Google now has a hum a song feature? No, I know that there were companies working on this, but it's available now? It's available now, and I tested it out yesterday because I was like, what? I want to see how this works. So you basically just hold the f- the phone up to you, and it will listen to your hum and tell you what the song is. It's Shazam, but without the actual song. Yes, which is crazy to me. And I didn't fully understand it at first, uh, and so I was just like, okay, I need to make sure that this is actually a thing. So uh, here, let me give it a shot here for you. I'm thinking the song... Santeria by Sublime, let's okay. say. Okay. Sounds like one of these. And it just came up. Santeria Sublime. What? So that just called it up. How does that work? From that, I have no idea. Here, give it a go yourself. Yeah, it's straight up by Paula Abdul. That's what it, it, it got it. That's insane. Don't know. That's why that's the first song that came to mind for me. But that's really funny. <laughs> even even when you were humming it, I couldn't get it, and the phone got it. Yeah, like I don't that's... understand. This is the creepiest technology in the world. And some people are like, I'm not saying I'm spot on, but some people are really tone deaf. That's what I'm curious. I'm like, that's that, that's a fun game to play with your friends. Yeah. Who's the worst and most tone deaf if I can't get it? <laughs> who can go- Google hum not figure out? Someone who's just like, just <laughs> 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 like I got no clue. Okay, we're going to give you some <laughs> singing lessons, okay? And then you'll be good. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. I was in Banff this weekend, and I realized that I've never actually looked up the etymology of Banff. It's a funny word. And it's a funny, funny word. Like, I think it should have even more Fs myself. Banff. Two's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Banff. Like, the, the word itself is, Banff is so beautiful, and every time I I think of the name, I'm like, it just doesn't fit You're absolutely right. anything an, about it. Like it's, it's an ugly-sounding word, isn't it? It's a horrible sounding. It doesn't have a good mouthfeel. Banff. Banff. We're going to Banff. If you, people are like, what? What are you talking about? It's very close to the town in Alberta with the funniest name of all. Not Balzac, like many people think, but Balf. Right. Balf, Alberta. Yep. You've talked about this before. Banff. It's totally Balf. true. Balf and Banff. Oh. Just not good. No. Not good. So anyway, I looked it up. It actually comes from Banffshire, Scotland, which at least Banffshire sounds a little bit better. But uh, that was the birthplace of the two original directors of the Canadian Pacific Railway, who are the ones who essentially created Banff. So that's okay. why they both were from Banffshire. So they named this place after that. But uh, I was curious about how Banffshire got its name. And there's a couple of theories. The first is that it comes from the Gaelic word balm, which means piglet. But 
I mean, that's unlikely. Also equally as unflattering, naming a place Piglet. So moving on to the next, uh, it might from come from the word Buin, which means stream. But the most likely explanation is it comes from Binom, which means holy woman. Holy woman. Holy woman. So uh, a holy woman is represented on the city of Banff's coat of arms as well. Oh, and really? So people are thinking that's the most likely origin, and it means holy woman. And again, it's just like many places and things that are named after, you know, oh, yeah. Mary or there she is. whatever. So, yeah. It's one holy woman. It actually means holy woman, which... I think, regardless I of the meaning, I agree with you that the uh, the place is so beautiful, one of the most beautiful spots and on go, Earth. And then we just like, going, Bamf. we're going to Banff. <laughs> what? Banff. You heard me? Beautiful and bam. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. This video came down my feed yesterday. Um, this is a, a British lady who now lives in Calgary. Her name is Sophie Chittick. And uh, I'll just play what she said for you here because I thought it was funny. Okay. Something I didn't realize Canadians did, and now that I'm doing until I spoke to my British sisters. Essentially, when Canadians talk, you talk really high and you keep talking high until you finish your point and then you go low. And I was doing this on a call with my sisters the other day and they were like, why are you talking so weird? And I was like, what are you going on about? And I realized I now do it too. I've been around Canadians too long now. It's been five months and now I talk like you guys and I can even do it. I'm even doing it now. It's so funny. Do you guys realize you do this or no? I thought that was so funny. That's really funny. Essentially, when Canadians talk, you talk really high and you keep talking high until you finish your point and then you go low. And then you go low. That's really funny. <laughs> it's so true. We absolutely do that. Yeah. yeah and I hadn't, hadn't really noticed. No. Although I have like listened back to clips from our show before mm. and I'll notice that my voice does keep getting higher and everything ends with the upward inflection. Yeah, like I've never noticed that, but I mean, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's how we all... We all talk, so yeah. how would we notice it? I heard one. I just did it right there. I was just thinking as I'm speaking. I'm like, am I doing it right now? Because then I'm going to right make point, and then yeah, I made my point. So so you went low. So I went low. <laughs> I I've read I read one theory that it's sort of related to why Canadians say hey or hey at the end of whatever we're saying. It's and it's because we're looking for approval from other people. Yeah, we're not making such a declarative sentence. We're looking for your approval when mm-hmm. we say things. We try to so. be a bit softer in the way we relay our information, for sure. We do. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've talked about how I have friends in Europe who they think we're too polite and they always think it's so fake when we go out because, again, we like to be soft in the way we say things. So we'll ask people, how's it going when we really don't care? My friend's like, why do you ask that to like a server at the restaurant? You don't actually care. We just say it because it's a way to be nice. And that's why you say good and you and they say not so bad. Yeah. And then the dance is is complete. People seem a lot more rude there because they just don't go with all the fake stuff. They just kind of skim that off the top of line. No, let's get to business here, okay? And if we didn't talk with this weird rising inflection, maybe we would sound too forceful. Yeah, we would. We would come across as too forceful to each other. Well, that's why we look outward when we, yeah, you go into other cultures and you're like, why is everyone so rude? It's like... No, no, just no, they're just not talking like this. They're, they're not looking, they're for, your looking for your approval. And then they get to go. Say. And then they scatter by and they go to you. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was watching some sports highlights on Fox or some American channel the other day, and uh, they were interviewing the director of athletics at one of the U.S. colleges, and his name was Boo Corrigan. Boo Corrigan. Boo Corrigan. <laughs> that is a name that you give a kid you expect to be in sports, okay? If your name is Boo 
Boo as a, a name to begin with, though, is kind of interesting. Like the name Boo. It can't be his real name. It's got to be a nickname. It must be a nickname. I mean, the only other Boo I can think of is Boo Radley. Although then, from To Kill a Mockingbird? From To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. I think that was also a nickname. A nickname, yeah. His so, real name is Arthur. That's the thing. Although then I think about it, I'm like, I'm sure that's a nickname. But then I had, I had no two people named Bobo. You that, know two people whose legal names are Bobo? Not one, but two people whose nicknames or whose real names, not nicknames, are actually Bobo. Was it a clown family? No. No. So I met one, and it, it, this was growing up in, in middle school. It was my best friend at the time, Lynn. It was her brother, and his name was Bobo. Lynn and Bobo? Lynn and Bobo. Hmm. And I remember asking, and I was like... <laughs> Is that his real... And she was like, yeah, like my parents thought it was cute. And I'm like, Bobo, when he grows up, is going to maybe battle with that name a little bit, right? You could be Bob. Yeah, that's true. I would probably just become Bob Even at that point. Even just to Bo. We yeah. take out one of the bows. Oh, a bow. No, just, just one bow now. Uh, and then the other one I met like three years ago, another Bobo from Regina. His real name, Bobo. I was like... It's, it's especially weird that... Like Lynn got such a normal name, yeah, and then and then there was Bobo. Like, did Mom start doing drugs between? I don't know. Bobo was <laughs> the older Bobo? brother, though, so it started oh, wow. with the weird Mom name, and then doing drugs. Maybe people after Bobo came out was like, okay, for the next one, maybe we go with something a little a little more common than Bobo. I think okay. of clowns, yep. and I think of the Aerosmith That's album it. "Honking on Bobo." Bozo and Bobo should be brothers. That's all I think about when I hear. But here we are, two Bobos. Choice. I know, not one, but two Bobos. Two Bobos in my. I was just reading about the most mispronounced words in the world and uh, the words that are most mispronounced in Canada as well. You want to know what the number one mispronounced word is in this this place? Well, I'm just trying to think if I could guess. What is it? Poutine. Wow, yeah. If you don't pronounce it the proper way. And this is the thing that's driving me bonkers because the site also had the pronunciation, the the correct pronunciation according to them on how to say those words. And just have a listen here. This is how they say you're supposed to say poutine. Putin. Yeah, I'm just not doing that. I will continue to pronounce it wrong forever. That's exactly how, how I does feel he say about it? the whole thing. Putin. 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 I'm not doing that. No, you I know. You can pry my Putin pronunciation from mm-hmm. my cold, dead hands. I agree. Uh, the top worldwide word that is mispronounced is chorizo, which I found shocking. Chorizo. Chorizo. In would, France, yeah. it was croissant. Okay. If you like how I really say croissant. You really put some stink on it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. In, in it, Italy, it was gnocchi. In Poland, how do you it was, say it? Well, I don't know. Is it gnocchi? I don't actually know. That's how I say it, or gnocchi. That's uh, how I say it, yeah. Yeah, but one of the two. In Poland, it's pierogi, and in Mexico, it was tortilla, which... Yeah, these are all foods. These are all foods. Sorry, it was the most pronounced, mispronounced food. Oh, Excuse okay. Me. I was Excuse like, me, pardon me. I was trying to think of words like... You know, library. Yeah. And yeah, the ones with the extra R. Although, the, yeah. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mis- most mispronounced foods. Well, that makes more sense. In the U.S., burger was the most mispronounced, which that one I don't understand how people are going wrong with it. Is it people who can't say their R's? They say burger? Maybe. Like my son Brigham but, with his little guy accent? Little guy accent, burger. Burger. Perhaps. Uh, this one I also found shocking. When it got to drinks, the most mispronounced drink was bourbon. Bourbon? Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me just here. I I had to play this because I was like, "Well, what's, how are you supposed to say bourbon? Just have a listen, okay?" Bourbon. 
Again, again, I'm not. Can you imagine? That's like that guy's I got like a thick bourbon. French accent. I like bourbon. It doesn't. It, yeah. So it's, I'm going to sit down at a really nice restaurant and order a bourbon, <laughs> but instead I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll have a bourbon have on a the rocks, please. Bourbon. Kick no. my ass. Yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. kick my ass. Yeah, I'm Just, not serving you. You're out of here, miss. Yes, I'd really like a bourbon. <laughs> Thank you. A what? <laughs> You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.